0: Welcome to another season of Not Your Average Joel, the podcast where we talk about a little bit of a lot, from the good to the bad, and everything in between. My podcast is all about having fun, but it's also all about bringing awareness and addressing the elephants in the room that nobody wants to talk about. I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. Not Your Average Joel starts right now.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Driver's Joel. So, of course, we have another amazing topic to talk about today. And before we get into our topic, I definitely have to welcome back our guest. Well, really, he don't need an introduction. He's been on here a few times already, and I've always enjoyed having him on here. Last time he was on here, he had some amazing ghost stories to tell us. and You know, I learned a lot about the whole ghost situation, like whether I believe in ghosts or not, and spirits and Bigfoot. And you know, I think those were some good uh <laughs> conversations that we had. And uh and he is back here today to talk about another great topic. So I want to welcome back Miguel to the podcast and I definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this with me today.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here Joel. It's definitely fun just having a chat and you know expressing some of our thoughts and sharing our knowledge i guess <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm definitely glad to be back i like your podcast bro
1: <laughs> yeah i appreciate that i appreciate the support and i appreciate you um being here from outer space once again too
2: <laughs> yeah you know it's it's a uh, it's it's um it's it's really nice up here you you can see everything like uh so um i'm afraid of heights you know and and you know down down there it's kind of kind of far down so I try not to think about it too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, overcoming your fears right now, as Overco- we speak.
2: <laughs> overcoming my fears right now, that's for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, it's definitely always good having Miguel here. And I know that y'all can see on the subject line on YouTube or any of the podcast stream uh, work platforms of, you know, my episode name. But I know some of y'all may be questioning you already did a topic on friendships. Why are you doing a part two? So the reason why is because, yes, I did do a part one uh, talking about friendships with my friend Dreama back in 2022. In season one, uh, we talked about friendships and we talked about things like qualities that makes a true friend and Like, did you learn any lessons from people that were in your life for a season and stuff like that? But I came up with more questions that I wanted to talk about. So that's why I'm doing a part two. So today's topic is on friendships. And I have a few questions that I want to ask Miguel. And of course, I'm going to give some input as well. So I think I'm ready to get into this first question. These questions are a little bit more uh, on a serious side. I mean, I feel like uh, to me, they are. Uh, the the first time that I did this friendship podcast I feel like it was a little bit more surface level and like a little bit more fun and like play along with kind of thing but I feel like this is a little bit more um like reality to like friendships so I guess I'm going to go ahead and get in with this first question so sometimes I feel like people don't like the idea of someone being honest with them and sometimes those people just so happen to be our friends. And I feel like sometimes there are moments where if you're honest with your friend, then you can end up being worried that you're going to lose your friendship with them just because you were honest with them. So my first question is this. Have you ever been in a situation like that before? And if so, were you able to, to keep that relationship, like that friendship with them? Or did it unfortunately end?
2: So I'm going to give you two two perspectives on this because okay. there was a situation like this when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, I was more afraid of losing my friends and letting them know what I thought, like uh, actually not telling them the truth or or giving them advice or or telling them something that kind of bothered me and, you know, they didn't really they didn't really notice or they did not they didn't know they were doing something to bother me. But, um, when it comes to me now, like adult me, uh, I don't care whether or not if they get their feelings hurt, it's not being mean or, or selfish or any type of way. Cause I'm, I'm an extremely nice person, but when something bothers me now, it's like back then you are like, oh, you know, I don't want to say it because then he'll say he's not going to be my best friend no more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so I'm like, now it's different because we're we're adults. We're we're in the real world. And and if something bothers you, I feel like everyone should be able to speak up and say, and sp- like, speak their mind, say what they mean. Well, and And people should accept whatever those people have to say and not get bothered and not get angry and if they disagree with it too just talk it out like I'm, like for instance um i'm sure i've had a few disagreements with uh, brothers and and even family members that are like older than me like my uncles or my aunts even my mom and dad and, and honestly like i've seen I've seen what it does whenever you actually stand up and speak for yourself because you're like, Hey, that's wrong. Like if I know some me, I like to, I like to correct people when they're, when they're wrong, not necessarily that I feel like I'm right all the time because I am man enough to admit when I'm wrong. Like people have told me I'm wrong before. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I didn't see that that I did that, but like in certain cultures or, or even like uh mostly cultures and and uh people are people are educated a certain way or like uh they've learned or their parents taught them differently. And they'll tell you certain things that are like, you know, don't do this because you know it could seem wrong and it, it could it could offend somebody else. And you're like, Oh, you know, I I didn't think about that, you know, and like something that my parents didn't teach me. So I'm just like I take that and I'm just like, Thank you, because honestly that makes me see it in a different perspective and I understand now. And it's kind of like, you know, some, sometimes I gotta be, I gotta be careful what I say now in in, sometimes some people are just negative and they do tend to say things that they try to hurt you. Now that's, that's being, you know, toxic. If you if you have a friend who's toxic and you're, and you're not, and you're afraid to not tell that person they, hey, you know, like, your negative vibes are really affecting me, and I'm starting to feel like I'm acting like you in a certain way, or, or like your negative, your negative vibes are affecting me to the point where I'm starting to become negative. And uh, sometimes I'll be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And honestly, it's not wrong to say that, because sometimes, you know, really good friends are really hard to come by. And for, for myself, like, speaking speaking on my behalf I would give my life for my friends whenever I have friends I think of them as brothers I don't think of them as friends like for me the word friend is actually like a really really meaningful thing because once somebody tells me they're my friends like well, you know like I'll try to help this person out or or but there's people that try to take advantage of that and they end up you know, being leeches, like they suck the blood out of you, (laughs) but I, I am lucky to have friends in my life that I consider friends and that have been around my life for a long time. And so I honestly, I think that, no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't feel bad for, for speaking, speaking up. And, and my personal opinion on it is is yeah, we should always tell our friends what we think because you know sometimes either we're wrong or they're wrong. They could either give us advice or we could give them advice. But if they are toxic, it's best to stay away from them. I have a story actually. There's a guy that I that I considered a friend, and every it was a work friend, and everybody at work kind of like shunned him out because he was different. And and I was like, man, I was like, don't worry about them. I was like, everybody, everybody can be mean sometimes and they don't know it. Or sometimes they do know it and they don't care. <laughs> but um, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I, uh, I was like, you want to hang out sometime? Go grab a bite, something, you know. And then later on, you know, he invited me to go hang out with him and his girlfriend. And there was another girl involved um and they wanted me to go out to to the city with them to downtown uh birmingham actually and they were we're gonna go around and and uh he had been drinking so that was like a red flag for me because i was like nah i was like it kind of it kind of seemed to me that there was gonna be trouble so i got this feeling in my gut and whenever i have that feeling in my gut to not follow it i'm like nah you know what um i'm gonna go home like if i want to drink i'll drink at home I'll drink at a bar, take an Uber, or something, you know, like I'm not going to be driving. So, um, yeah, he was just like, oh, whatever, you know. Uh, he left. The next day, I wake up. It was like 15 missed calls and like a bunch of messages on my phone. And he blew my phone up. He was just like, dude, dude, like, where where you at? Where are you at? I figured something was wrong. But when he came to work, I was like, something definitely went down last night. He had a black eye, a busted lip. Uh, he was just like all beat up. And I, I was like, what happened to you? He was like, man, I was trying to call you last night. Some guy, uh, he, the, he called his friends and they beat me up. And I was like, why? He was like, you know that girl that was with me? Uh, the, uh, the girl that was with us last night? I was like, yeah, the one you were trying to. Tell me to go out with. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Um, apparently her boyfriend still has feelings for her, and he followed her. He tracked her phone or something like that, and they he followed them all the way to where they were, and the girl and him started going at it, and uh, and he was like, "Come on, let's just go." And something happened. I'm pretty sure he ran his mouth, and uh, the guy and his friends ended up beating him up with a baseball bat. yeah so i was yeah i was like um yeah remind me i was like remind me never to hang out with you again (laughs) he was like oh yeah i after that i was just kind of like he doesn't think he doesn't think before he he does things and so like yeah friends like that you you kind of got to cut off people who are problematic not saying that he's problematic but I mean he did get into a lot of trouble. So yeah. Yeah, sounds like yeah, he fell into a lot of
1: problematic situations, it sounds like. like
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: But but kind of going back to your answer about like how you would answer it back when you were younger compared to how you were how you are now. Um I actually can relate in a way, but but my answer is kind of the opposite as an adult sometimes, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I feel like when I was younger, uh, I didn't really grow up with many friends. So whenever I would make a friend, of course, I would kind of have the same attitude as you did. Like, you know, oh, I don't want to say something that hurts his feelings or hurt her feelings. Like, I don't want them to to not be my friend no more and all of that. And and then as I got older, I feel like that's I, I still carried with me in a way, because I felt like once I got into high school, I got a little bit more open and a little bit more talkative, uh, especially senior year, uh, unfortunately, right at the end of it all. But, you know, after (laughs) high school, I, I did keep up with some people still that were from high school, and I was able to, you know, keep those friendships, but then there would be moments where there would be uh, a moment where I would want to question something that maybe they wouldn't see eye to eye with me on with. And I would be afraid to just because I'm thinking, oh man, like I finally made friends after however many years, like 14 years uh, of my life. I went with no friends really in elementary and middle school. I may be like a few friends here and there, but, like they would either move away or like we would have different classes and stuff like that. So I wouldn't see them as much. But anyway, with these friends, I was thinking, Oh, I finally got like deep rooted friendships that I've been looking for all of my life. And now if I don't agree with them on this situation, then I'm going to lose them as a friend. And, and now even at this point i feel like i've improved but i wouldn't say i'm all the way there as far as i'm completely honest with every single person about my feelings or how i feel about a situation because i, I well here's an example i guess i have a i have a quick like story here so back at the end of 2021 i i had this weird Well, not weird. I guess if it's from God, it's not weird. But I guess I had this conviction of four people that were in my life uh, at the time. And all four of these people were not living the way I feel that they should be living as Christians. And Well, actually, Mm -hmm. one of them was not Christian. So that was like a conviction that was on my heart, even though I know that we were called to to spread the gospel to people even outside of Christianity. But I feel like with this one person that was not Christian, I think I knew that this person would never convert to Christianity. I kind of already accepted that this person was going to remain Muslim for their whole life and stay that way. And this person along with three other people that I feel like we're living in a lifestyle that I feel like isn't right. I, I felt this conviction to kind of uh, approach them and like be honest with them about my feelings. But I was scared to, I remember when I had that convicting moment, I remember I was at a, my Sunday school teacher at the times house. And I remember leaving from there, like going home. And I just like busted out crying on the way home because I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is, this is this conversation was supposed to have been had with all four of these people a long time ago, but it, it was something that I was trying to I guess brush under the rug and trying to avoid it just for the sake of keeping peace and like keeping my friendships stable, I guess you would say. So yeah. at the at the beginning of 2022, I did end up being honest. I started with three because a uh, three out of the four because I felt like the last person was going to be the hardest one to talk to because I was the closest with this person out of the out of the four of these. So I started with the ones I I wasn't as close to. I was friendly with, but not like best friends with. So if that makes sense. So I did um, open up to them and and I kind of got I, I don't know I felt like I didn't get the outcome that I was looking for so in a way I I put a I guess I put a pause on the friendship with these three people that these that this outcome didn't really go to my favor so the last person uh, even to this day I'm friends with this person but I still feel like I'm afraid to be honest completely honest with this person and I don't know if this person even watches my podcast that's why I'm bringing it up and uh because I, I feel like even up to this day there are things that I want to be honest about but it always ends up being thrown back in my face like it, it's almost like a deflection in a way of like let's talk about what you've done wrong in the friendship and you know and how toxic you are even though all I'm trying to do is just be honest about a situation so there is one person that I feel like I really even to this day feel like I would want to talk to about a certain situation that's happened recently but I'm afraid to because I feel like the friendship that I feel like we have is going to kind of go downhill for the worse. but sometimes it makes me question well if this person doesn't if this person is kind of a you know, walk on eggshells kind of person. Is this a friend that I should have in my life mm-hmm. or should I, I don't know. Or, or is this person going to receive it well? Because I, I don't know. It just, sometimes it's a hit or miss with this person. So, so yeah, what even those three people that I put on pause, uh, that's what I call it, put it on pause with a friendship. Um, The two of them did come back. Well, actually all three of them did come back in my life and, uh, and all all of them were actually at the adult prom a uh, fun fact but one of them i feel like i've accepted the fact that i'm i'm good about this person uh, i feel like we're going in two different directions but i do try to keep it with the other three but like so there's that one friendship where where I, I struggle with being honest with this person even though i feel like me and this person are are super close, and we have years and years of friendship. But I don't know what to do. Like I feel like there was a definitely a specific situation that didn't sit well with me. But I don't know if if honesty is going to to break those years of friendship or not.
2: So I feel like so I have a, I have a friend who I've been friends with for the longest and I kind of understand what you're saying, like what you, how you feel. Uh, I understand how you feel because there was a certain point where, where it was not the same type of situation or, or circumstances, but it did come to a point where I had to tell him the truth. And I told him, but in the end, you know, you are who you are. And I'm friends with you because of how you are and who you are. Even if you don't change who you are because of what these people say, I'm still going to be your friend because I'm not friends with you because you don't follow my way or because you don't do stuff the way I do stuff or because, you know. People think of you a certain way. Some people think I I might be embarrassed if you or to have you around. And in the end, I'm not, because I accepted him for who he is. And I can't change how he thinks. The only thing I can do is let him know my personal opinion and respect his boundaries and his laws and his beliefs. So in the end everybody will believe what they want to believe. Everybody will do what they want to do. The choices are very hard when it when they make you feel a certain way or uncomfortable depending on this situation or circumstance. But at the end of the day he's your best friend. You could talk to him, let him know how you feel and then be like, "But it, I'm not telling you this because I want you to change who you are or change your ways. I'm telling you this because I want to be honest with you and I always want to keep this friendship between us. I think that's mm-hmm. that that's like the the best thing. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> some advice.
1: Yeah, I think that's some good advice that I'm going to take take into consideration for sure because it's definitely not a friendship i want to see end but i do feel like there needs to be i know you mentioned the word boundaries and i feel like maybe on both sides there might need to be some some boundaries on specific like based off this past
2: circumstance like that's that's exactly what i'm saying like you know just like for instance don't put your feet on my side because you know that bothers me I'm like, you know, keep your feet on your side. you. you and I, I always keep my feet on my side, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you bound boundaries. It's like, if there's certain disagreements that you have, you know, let them know what triggers you. Let them know. And sometimes it's best like to not talk. There's certain things that I don't speak to about with certain people that I already know that believe in something else. And that's, and that's re- religion. Like, there was a guy I rode with on a Uber, in an Uber car, and he was telling me he was a Scientologist. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, look, respectfully, I'm not saying this because I want to preach to you or anything or, or tell you that you're going to be condemned or anything like that. I, I want to know, what do you believe in? What do you believe in? And so... I uh, I asked him that, and he was like, "No, no, that's fine." He's like, "I," he's like, that's, I've never been asked that by." He's like, "Usually, a lot of a lot of Christian people attack me, and and they tell me, you know, you're gonna be condemned, you know, like for the rest of your life." And no, I just I was just curious as to what Scientologists believe, and he his belief was, you know, he doesn't. There is no afterlife. There is no. No next phase you know that science is going to evolve and his dream his vision is that his kids he wants to experience it he said i hope i'm still alive i am hope i'm still alive to see the technology advance and us be able to reach further planets and find civilization on other earths and stuff like that like you know and i was like that's pretty cool i mean I, i'm not gonna lie i was like it, it I, I see i see what you what you see like I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you that's wrong. I feel like maybe one day mankind, civilization might get up there. I mean, I'm not I'm not anyone to say that they won't. But uh as far as that goes, I was like, I respect that. I I respect your belief. And he's like if my if I don't get to see that happen, I hope my kids do. And you know, and you know, I hope science, you know, thrives and and we get you know flying cars and stuff. He's like, I just think it's so cool. I was just like, Yeah, I, I can see I can see where where you're thinking about like you know, and then he's and then he said about me, like I was just like, he was like, you know, people will believe what they want to believe. Because he said, You believe in God, you believe in a higher power, huh? And I said, Yeah, I do. And he's like, What makes you believe that? I was like, It's going to sound crazy and I'm going to sound crazy talking about it, but there's been a lot of situations in my life where I became, it made me become a believer. It left me no choice but to believe because of the experiences that I had. And even in the Bible, it says it's not for those who seek it. It's for those who God has, you know, mercy on. Like God chooses his people, people with good hearts. We all have our purpose and roles to play in this world and people see bad stuff happening it's supposed to happen everything is happening the way it should nothing is a coincidence everything happens for a reason and i respect everybody's beliefs no religion is wrong no belief is wrong because they are exactly where they need to be because that's where god has them
1: Yeah. And I feel like uh, to kind of like add on to your story, I feel like one thing that is helpful with your story is that the delivery of how you're asking the questions and how you're answering even his questions too helps a lot. So I feel like even if when we tie it back into the question of. You know, being afraid to be honest with our friends, I feel like that could play a big role in it as well. Especially like nowadays, when we have like technology with our phones, when you write out something, it's hard to read the tone. But whenever you call or Facetime or even meet up in person, it makes a it's a whole different ball game. It's because a whole
2: it, different ball game.
1: Yeah, because I could text ball my ball
2: wife. Ball. I could text my wife like, you know, okay. But I'm saying, like, okay, yeah, you know, and she reads it as okay. And then I come home and she's like, and I was like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, okay, okay. And I was like, what? I said, okay. Like, I said, like, the way I said it wasn't the way you're thinking about it. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. It's totally different. Yeah, so I think that
1: that's the key for sure. I think is the the delivery of it, and I think if you're coming from a good place, I think you just you can't go wrong. You know, with just being honest. So, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna take all this um, advice to heart for sure. So, so moving on into this next question, I've definitely seen this happen way too many times where a one-sided friendship happens. And I guess my next question is this. Have you ever been in a one-sided friendship before? And if so, what are some of the most annoying things that you have seen out of a one-sided friendship?
2: So one-sided friendship is like basically where you do don't say anything to that person and you just side with that person, correct?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so or, I was thinking that and then also I was thinking of like a one side of friendship where it feels like one one person is putting more effort into a friendship than the other. Okay.
2: Okay. I was I was thinking like so yeah, I have I have been there before and and I'm not going to lie, it it uh it it does get irritating and like I said, I guess Life itself has lessons to teach us and we learn. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say that this friendship, because at the end of the day, the person you choose to be with, like in a relationship with could also be your friend as well. So I do believe that even in a relationship there should be a friendship just simply because it's not just you know my my girlfriend i mean like i don't know how to to put it right it's like there has to be some sort of friendship in a relationship because at the end of the day you guys are doing everything together and sometimes they become your best friends like really they they do like my girl now i we laugh about stuff we have fun together um and it's been a year or more than a year and and we we have a blast when we go places it's just like i don't know it's just so much fun being around this person and i can't see it any other way as far as like you know we're not just soulmates we're not just a wife or a husband or a girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, we also have this bond, this friendship that we build together. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not what it was when it, when I was with the other person. So when you find someone who's like that, eventually you get tired of it. You get tired of being the only one pushing and, and putting all the effort in and, and trying your best to do the best to please this person. But I feel like, I feel like at the end of the day, like for instance, myself, I got tired of it. I got tired. And then it's not just in relationships, it was also in like actual friendships. There's friends that I had that were like, I had to put all the effort in and they wouldn't give anything back. You give, but they don't give back. And instead they go and stab you in the back or they talk dirty or they say something to somebody else that's not decent about you. So, and, and a lot of the times it could be lies. And I have confronted lies coming from this other person and it broke my heart because when I consider someone a friend, I, like I said, I do take that serious. I'm just like, Oh, you're my friend. You know, like there's one thing of being friendly and then one thing of creating a friend. So once you create a friend, for me, creating a friend, someone who I hang out with, someone who I go have fun with, someone who I share certain emotions with, ideas or experiences, that that right there, it it's a different level. It's a different level. And I'm giving you trust. I'm giving you, you know, my emotions. I'm giving you my time. And whenever they... Turn around, like at the beginning, it could be fine and dandy. The next thing you know, you meet, you see who they truly are, and then you actually end up not liking their persona or their their personality. And it's not wrong to dislike someone's personality, especially when they turn sour on you. It's just normal. Like some people are dealing with certain types of emotions, and they don't know how to respond to certain things happening in their lives and they lash out on the people that are nearest to them so i mean a lot of the times we also have to think about what they're going through and i've tried to understand people as well to see what they're going through what they feel i'm just like, are you okay you're all right you feeling okay or stuff like that medical reasons as well like you know, you get hurt or, or are you feeling sick? I you go to a doctor if you're feeling some sort of way. You know, you're trying to be the 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 best, I'm like, really. And sometimes it's not, it doesn't work the other way around. And to, to people like that, it's just like, I'm not saying cut them off, you know, tell them to go find somebody else, you know, little elementary school type stuff. I would just respectfully tell them, like, but yeah, I just uh I it feels like breaking up with them. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. But yeah, no, it um it becomes to the point where it's like, look, man, I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I'm just like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't I can't hang out with you anymore. It's just like I get I get pretty irritated by the fact that I'm always doing this or I'm always doing that. And you're always asking for this. And you're always asking for that. And like, you don't ever, you never take consideration what, what I'm doing. You don't ever, you take everything for granted and you don't, you don't say thank you. You don't say please. It's like certain things like that. So then they get mad. Nine times out of 10, they get mad. They're like, you know, what? screw you like, you know, go go take a hike or you know like just they they need to take a chill pill but um yeah I definitely feel like people could be a lot more mature when it comes to situations like that then things would probably be solved a lot easier and better
1: mm-hmm. I agree with that very definitely for sure I think uh something that you brought up even though I've never been married and I'm not currently married but like you brought up the idea of marriage or even a relationship where if there's no friendship within that, then it basically isn't going to work out well. Or if it does work out well, it's not going to work out well for long because I feel like when you have no substance there, like that true love and like really caring about one another and wanting to get to know each other and like stuff like that, opening up and being vulnerable I think that's where you learn to grow in a friendship or a relationship. And when only one person is doing that, like you said, you get kind of tired when the other person is not given their, their 100% and they're given very minimum little to nothing. And I feel like since I can relate, of course, on the friendship side, I've definitely seen that happen in my life way too many times. And and I do feel like it does get very frustrating and and just annoying having to deal with it. And, like, you feel like you try, you keep trying, like you try for months, you sometimes even try for years with some people, and you just feel like you get the same kind of thing where you feel like you give everything, everything to that person. And then they just, they give you, like, crumbs. They give you, like, like leftover yeah. energy. They don't give you, like, the the full attention and they don't give you all of the effort. And, and I think that's the one big thing that annoys me because I feel like when it comes to me and friendships, I feel like I, I, I give a lot, like not just material. I'm not talking about materialism stuff, but I'm talking more of just my, my life. Like, I guess I just tell them all about me. I'm open about so many things, but then there's some people that, you feel like you hope that you get that reciprocation if that's the word yeah you get that same kind of energy back you feel like you open up to them that's gonna feel like hey I can open that door too and I could be open with them too and um sometimes it don't happen sometimes it just stays at surface level that's one like pet peeve of mine I feel like is whenever I feel like I'm trying to be open with someone and I just kind of get like a, a surface level answer is what I would call it just kind of and, and almost to me, it sounds like even though they're not saying it, but it's almost implying like, I really don't care what you have to say. Like, it's almost let's change the subject. And by just those the the small, short answers, it could be like, oh, yeah. And, and you're like, oh, yeah, I just told you like so much. And like, you, all you got <laughs> is, oh, yeah. So how's your day been? Like, yeah. like, I'm not just talking about something like it just and sometimes maybe they don't intentionally mean it but sometimes when it's a repeated thing then you start thinking okay well how how much does this person really care so i think yeah. maybe uh maybe one time or so you give it a, a pass but when it when it's a, a repeated i guess i would call it a habit it, it's where it's where you really have to start thinking like okay in my head am i going to like you said, in a way, it's almost like a breakup. It's like, am I am I demoting you from a friend to acquaintance? Because sometimes I've had to done that before, even though I don't tell them that, but like, in my head, I'm like, oh, nope, you got a, you got demoted.
2: <laughs> I always go, I always, always tell them, it's not me, it's you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's sometimes I wish I could say that. I, I wish I could say that.
2: <laughs> I, I just, uh, I don't know why, but, like, I used to be this, like, super, I used to let people walk all over me, and I just got tired of it one day, and then, it just, it's not the fact that I learned how to be mean, or that I am mean, it's just tolerance, I can only tolerate so much, some people call me a, a, you know, hole, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm like no it's not that I'm bad it's more the fact that I just don't tolerate all the all the bad stuff coming in all the bad energies negative energy if I immediately sense somebody with negative energy it's just like I'm like look I'm not I'm not going to deal with that you need to take that somewhere else like you need I don't know how you're, you need to watch how you're talking to me You need to take that somewhere else. I was like, you ain't going to talk to me like that. You can talk to somebody else like that, but it's not going to be me. Not my mom. My mom doesn't even talk to me like that. My dad doesn't talk to me that way. So I just learned how to be direct, straightforward, very transparent is how I like to put it.
1: Yeah, that's a good way of going about doing that because you you definitely shouldn't tolerate uh disrespect for sure and especially in that way when you're being spoken to kind of almost spoken down to and it's like uh uh-uh. uh like we're not we're not playing that game
2: <laughs> i think i think that's what it is for me that triggers it is the disrespect like as soon as i'm disrespected i'm like no i i, I, I the the what was i going to say i was going to say something it was a uh, it had it had a lot to do with the the whole term on respect, but um, I forgot what I was gonna say. it slipped right through my mind, but yeah, when somebody disrespects me, I have to speak up because I'm really huge on respect, and I just I, that's what triggers it that's that's what triggers the whole me go oh because i'm being nice especially if i'm being nice like like if i if i'm being super nice to you because i'm nine times out of ten when people first meet me i'm like hey how you doing how's it going like are you doing all right you're okay you're if you're if you're good i'm great like that's that's how i am but then when when they take my niceness for granted and and they try to take advantage of me that's when i'm like hey (laughs) You better watch it. And a lot of people are like, "Who's this?" You just changed that out of nowhere. I was like, "No, it's not that I changed. It's just the fact that I'm treating you nice for a reason. It's so you could treat me nice. I treat people how I want to be treated." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right." And, you know. But yeah, yeah. Disrespect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't tolerate it.
1: No, yeah, good for you because definitely nobody deserves that for sure. And I know you brought up the idea of you used to let people walk all over you and, you know, maybe some people took you for granted. Ooh, I can relate to that because even to this day, it still happens. And I feel like a lot of reasons why I feel like it happens is probably, if I'm going to be honest, I, I allow it to happen. I'm almost enabling it and I shouldn't be enabling it because I think people Uh, Maybe not everybody. I hope everybody does. But I feel like most people see me as, oh, he's nice. He's friendly. And I feel like it's even people that I didn't talk to in school or people that we went to school with. And maybe you've had this situation happen before. But it seems like recently, I I think because maybe for me, the reason why this happens to me is because I, I travel a good bit. So maybe people think, oh, he's got money. So people from school, way back, people that never spoke to me ever in school start messaging me about, hey, can I borrow $20? Hey, can I borrow $30? Hey, can like, you know, they start kind of having like a casual conversation. Have you been? It's been a while since I've heard from you. And then out of nowhere, it's like, can I have $20? And it's was like, is that what, <laughs> the, what all this was about? I thought you were going to catch up with me. I thought we oh, hadn't spoken in like 15 years and now you want to just money from me and and there have been some people where i did end up giving in and giving money not big amounts thankfully but you know i ended up allowing it to happen and then i never hear from them again so then it's like yeah. okay but it just gets old and that's why now i'm trying to do better at this but sometimes i just i just have to start blocking people if people start reaching out to me i don't care if i knew you from school or not and i'm sorry if i see you around but um you've been blocked. You've been blocked.
2: I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame you. And I mean, like, honestly, you are. I do see you as a super nice, super like friendly person, Joel. And you've always been like that. Like you've in in school. I remember you being very timid, very like quiet. uh When we were in like elementary, but a little further up, I don't really see you talk a lot either. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's the truth. But I'm kind of glad that you you did this podcast because you know I, there's a lot of stuff we have we have in common. I used to not talk to a lot of people as well, uh, and you know, getting walked all over is not fun. But um, it's not bad being the way you are because you know it's it's just who you are. That's that's the, that's what makes you you. But yeah, and you will learn and within time you will learn to, to administrate yourself in certain circumstances and situations. Like it just depends on who makes you learn (laughs) from that experience, but um, it will come, it will come. And hopefully no, nobody comes in your life that will make you feel like that, or that will make, push you to the point to where you have to be that way. Because the reason why I was pushed to that limit is because I I was with the person who was abusive, uh, toxic, verbally abusive, and physically abusive. Um, And it was just, it was not fun. So I am thankful for that happening to me because it made me feel the person who I am today. But I don't ever wish that upon anybody to have them suffer through something like to turn them from this super nice person into this, you know, I'm not saying I'm bad. You know, I'm just it sucked. <laughs> it it definitely it wasn't fun. But I mean, if it does happen to you, just stay strong. And you know, I always looked up and prayed, and I knew it was gonna end eventually. I know, I know, eventually everything gets better. It has to get worse before it gets better. And it will, and and uh, I just thought about that, and I kept hope. Hope we always have to have hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, very true. That's definitely something that all you can do is just pray and hope that you know things will get better. And you know, I definitely appreciate the kind words. Hopefully, you know, I will never have to be put into that situation too many times to where I feel like I have to turn into this. Like I almost feel like my. My nicest almost gets, my I guess, kind of gets looked at as like a, my kindness gets looked at as a weakness, I guess. maybe That's
2: what I was going to so. say, yeah, as, as a weakness. But see, I don't yeah. see it as a weakness. I see it as your biggest strength, honestly. Because a lot of people take niceness for granted, like I said. And I've never messaged you for money. I've never asked you for anything. And and not even if I have struggled before in my past, life, I don't like asking people for stuff like that, you know, like I'll ask him for help. Like, hey, like, do you think uh, I broke down? Do you you think you can pick me up? Something like that. You know, like something that I really need help with. (laughs) I would Mm -hmm. like to use my my help cards wisely.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, definitely, I'm in that same boat too. Where like, I'm not sure if I would be so open. Like, hey, I need money. (laughs) It's like, yeah,
2: uh, yeah, especially money. Like, who, who just, hey, Joel, I need money. I haven't seen you or talked to you for years, but I'm not gonna ask you how you are. I'm just gonna ask for money real quick. (laughs) That that's
1: basically you just explained (laughs) the last three, four years of my life. I feel like that's been people from school have been doing that too many times I've had a few people definitely did I won just here recently last month so it's just like oh my gosh like yeah and I guess that's kind of where even kind of tying back into like one-sided friendships like you start thinking okay this person's reaching out to me maybe we're maybe he wants to build a friendship with me and then we start talking then it's all of a sudden money, money and it's like okay never mind I thought that this was about Maybe you wanted to really hear how I'm doing, but it's like no. I think you just wanted to hear, you just want to hear. Oh, I'm just gonna butter him up, and then it's like hit him with the money, or right there, it's like okay, <laughs> like that. Um, that definitely has been annoying for me with uh, just even trying to build, even just having conversations that almost just seem like there's no substance when like they're they're just almost just they read my message well actually are they even reading my message they just want to they just want to see a response and then they're ready to jump in hey so i need some money it's like did you even see how i was doing like what i've been doing and like you asked how i was doing but like did you really read and see how i was doing or were you just ready for a response to just jump in and say hey so i need money um i'm struggling and all of this but it's like aren't we all struggling at this point
2: <laughs> i i uh i can't believe you send the money i'm gonna start asking you for like fruits and stuff i'm like, hey joel i need a watermelon <laughs>
1: <laughs> that i could do probably
2: <laughs> i'm like hey joel i need a i need a watermelon um do you think you can get me one
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny it's like
2: hey so like i'm <laughs>
1: I'm feeling sick. Can you can you bring things. me some
2: soup? <laughs> <laughs> you bring me some chicken noodle soup. <laughs> hey, chicken noodle soup, while you're sick is the best. Yes,
1: yeah, that, that's some good stuff right there. That'll do that'll do the trick. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, it 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 definitely does.
1: Yeah. So I guess it kind of in a way like if you take the one sided friendships. Out of the equation and like you you stick to the true friendships uh, it kind of leads me to my next question here so I hear that the older that you get the smaller your circle gets Um, do you see that as a good thing
2: so actually my circles gotten pretty big mm. so The reason I say that is because, so I thought, I thought my circle was going to be a lot smaller because I had like my, my very best friend, you know, I still have him, been friends with him since high school. And then I have, I consider you a friend because, you know, we, we still kept in touch after all these years and, you know, that's, it's a certain level of friendship, but I mean, I still like to think of you as a friend. Um, and then I have like the friends that I've made over the years where I've worked or like, you know, workplaces, basically events or, or stuff like that. Like I, I have a pretty, pretty big circle and I like to think that I do. And it's not like people who ask me for anything. It's not people who want anything from me who have taken from me. It's actually people who have given to me. And it was uh, they're all ex- really good experiences. Like this coworker I had, he actually took me home when I didn't have anybody to take me home. And we we became friends. And he told he told me whenever I need anything, he's there. and and yeah like if i text him today like hey uh i need i need something you know He'll, he'll probably respond but like i said i'm not the type of person to just take advantage of people like that but i know he will do it and i have plenty of people that will do stuff like that that i consider friends and that i consider friend worthy they're actually you know modest people blunt straightforward transparent people kind of like myself that are not afraid to speak their mind so yeah i made a friend i made friends with a lot of people like this and you know sometimes i'll bump into them on the street my girl's like how do you know so many people it's like oh it's just that's what's his name or that's that's what's her name and she's like dang i was like yeah and i was like i know i know a good bit of people but i mean knowing people and being friends with them is different. I actually have like a pretty good selection of friends that that I know would come through and even put their lives on the line for me if they needed to. But yeah, I am I'm thankful and I've always put God first and I'm thankful for these people. I think that the bigger reason why these folks have connected with me is because of god because we've talked about it and and they're just really genuine genuine people that that are worth having around and i mean they know that if they need me not to call me because i'm not gonna do anything for them <laughs> No. <laughs> No, that's a joke that's a joke now they know how it would come through but um, yeah I uh, I think that it depends if your circle gets bigger because I like to think of it as I'm building not my army but like my group just in case something goes down I know a lot of people like if something were to happen with the government and we needed I could probably gather up a whole civilization of people and we could team up together to come up with a plan and help each other out. These are It's like a team. I'm building a team in my head for just in case, a scenario. So that way we could have a group of people who know how to grow plants and grow veg, vegetation or like construction or anything like that, you know? The people worth saving, I would get on a bus. If there was a zombie apocalypse, I would get on a bus drive around pick up all the people that I know who because I know <laughs> I know they would come to good use but yeah no um yeah I think I think like I said uh, it depends whether your circle gets bigger or smaller if it gets smaller then it's nothing to worry about it just means it's it's timing also but I feel like... I feel like a lot of us, I'm talking about, I'm speaking for you and for myself, people who, who are genuine, nice. You know, we'll, our circle will get bigger and there will be complications with the bigger our circle gets with certain you know, friends that we have. And you'll make new friends and you'll lose friends. And you know, you never know what life will get you. I actually have friends who are like way above my age average. I get along better with older people. I get along better with older people than I do with younger people. Like, I'll talk to a 70-year-old guy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, no, the, all these young people are crazy. And, and he's like, but you're young. Like, <laughs> I was like, if you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't count. I'm weird. But yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I definitely no limitations to where my friends come from. And a lot of these people have given me, like, their phone numbers and where they live and where they came from. And they're like, oh, you know, if you need me, you can always come over and this, this, and that. I'm just like, thank you. But, yeah, like, it, it definitely, definitely helps to have more friends because you'll have bigger options to do certain things. Like, if you, and I mean, they'll help you out, too, like. Not necessarily in the in the aspects that a lot of people are looking for, materialistic aspects. But say, for instance, if I want to promote something or item, I start my own business or something like that. I can count on them to, you know, promote my my stuff, and and uh, they um, they will come through with that. So, but I wouldn't ask any more of them than that. You know, like be like, hey, can you give me some money?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I guess Uh, that was my my answer.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that definitely makes sense because it really can depend because if you have a big circle of friends that has the same, like I guess I've used the word substance, like if it has the same substance as a small circle of friends where everybody truly, because I feel like if you narrow people down from a big group to a small group, that small group is typically the people that you really could count on that you really uh, are close to, that you open up with. but then the the bigger group, if it has that same substance where you're open and honest with all of them, like but I think that it can be looked at as a good thing. like you said, it's almost like uh, a team that you're you're creating. Uh, and you know everyone coming together, just you know for for one thing out of like having things in common and then also, Just, you know, you never know, like I said, with the future, you know, what things can hold and what can happen, good or bad, even if it's not something like an apocalypse, it could be something like uh, a death in someone's family. And like, you have people there ready to rally around that person that lost a loved one. So I think like, even those times where you feel like, oh, you got so much support is important.
2: Or even my own funeral. Like, you know. Yeah. Who's to, who's to say they, they, they won't come to my funeral? Like, what if my spirit floats up and it's like, oh, dang, a lot of people came? And I'm just like happy for myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, okay, there's people way back there. Okay. <laughs> dang, I
2: can't believe this many people came. I wish I was alive. You thought <laughs> <I know>, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you're right. Like, even to your own funeral, like, how many people will. Could be at your funeral. How many people will be there to comfort your family in their time of being yeah. of losing, you know, you? Like, I think you know, that's like that, important. Like
2: thing. that movie, like that movie, Big Fish. You you ever seen that movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember how the son thought his dad was crazy and he was just making up all these stories? And then when he finally shows up to the funeral, it's like all these important people came in, all the people that he talked about. Like, like you know, it's just... it. It it's not that it's important to be be important. It's more of the fact that when people see you that way as an important person, it's like you feel good about it. At the end, I I see you as an important person because I feel like you bring a lot of positivity into this world.
1: I appreciate that. And same to you. I definitely that's why I enjoy having you on my podcast because you you bring a lot of. Uh, just a lot of positivity and light into this podcast, and you bring uh, some humor into it as well. We need it every now and then here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I'm kind of goofy, huh? <laughs> yeah. I can't, the best I can't, way. I can't help it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that, you know, I I like that we were even talking about that, even like, even though death is not something that's like, oh, ha-ha, he-he, but like, even when you do think about it from that perspective like how many people will show up to my funeral like if i just so happen to pass away before all of my friends and you know i think you know that's uh, crazy i'm
2: gonna i'm gonna make sure people show up to my funeral <laughs> because i'm gonna have three hot dogs it's not gonna be a sad funeral it's gonna yeah. be a happy funeral celebration I'm have of free, life. yeah free hot dogs and it would be funny if I died choking on a hot dog and I have free hot dogs at my funeral <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious but anyways but yeah I mean like I I definitely don't want people to be mourning over me I, I don't want them to be sad because at the end of the day even if those people who don't believe in the next life like in, in the, the afterlife or heaven or anything like that because I have friends who believe in different things like they believe in other things that I respect. But, you know, even if they don't believe in what I believe in, I don't want them to think about, oh, like, you know, he's gone. No, I'm not gone. Like, I would always live in people's the peoples that I loved. I would always live in your, their memories. So, like, I feel like it's very important to leave a certain aspect of myself towards people, like, you know, how they see me. Not because I care about what people think, but because I want them to feel the love and the the humor that I had when I was alive you know and it, and it leaves a mark in them, so like at the end of the day, to me, friends aren't just friends, they're people that I want to leave a mark in their life and and you know kind of leave a spark because we all have a spark, we all have this. Thing that lights inside of us if if we're if we're good kind people like yourself joel every every single time i think of joel i'm just like dang he's always he's always a happy person and i know we're not always happy but i'm that's the perspective i got of you like that's that's how i think of you like the energy that i feel from you every time i see you is like happy joel nice joel he's kind freaking love him and it's just like how can you not like joel (laughs) you know and 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 like that's that's what i want to do also is is leave that image behind in people's heads where where it's like you know oh miguel was always laughing and making jokes like you know i i I love he he spread so much love and kindness to the world and yeah I, i want people at my my funeral to be happy, not sad, because even if you like I said, even if they don't believe in a higher power or whatever, at the end of the day, my suffering ended. I am no longer pain. I will no longer feel the pain of this world and suffer along with this world. I will be in a better place. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. And that's the way that's the way we all gotta see it. When when our time comes, it comes. And there should be no mourning
1: yeah i yeah, mean that Yeah, definitely yeah. uh definitely some wise words for sure i think that's something that we all need to really just you know consider you know really think about and really take into consideration that what what we do here and like you said i think that was one thing that you mentioned that i really liked was that even if you are no longer here physically but like you will still be living in people's hearts like the memories that you created with those people like that's something that they will cherish forever. And I think whether the circle is small or bigger, I think the impact on even one person, I think, you know, shows, you know, what kind of a a speaks volumes to the kind of person that you are, you know, anybody that is watching this podcast that is maybe impacting someone. So I think that's, I think that's a really good uh, way of looking about like this question of like, you know, smaller or bigger circle, because really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you have a bigger or smaller circle. I think what matters is if there's just one person in your life that you feel like you have impacted for the better and that maybe have changed their life for the better. Uh, You know, I think that's, I think that's a success in my book.
2: One counts. Yes. One definitely counts. If it's at least one person that shows up to my funeral, um, he's going to have a blast. He's gonna have all the hot dogs himself. <laughs>
1: yeah, all the hot dogs. Get all those hot dogs.
2: <laughs> yeah, he told me. He told me there was gonna be hot dogs here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, I love that. That's I like that. So, um, so I guess you know I know we've been talking about like you know people that we really have grown like close friendships with and all of that. So, but my final question, it, it might be kind of continuing on with this conversation that we're having currently um if you could be completely honest how many true friends do you feel like you have in your life right now
2: true friends
1: now maybe when i say true friends maybe i mean more like maybe people that you can truly open up with and like you can fully trust like i mean maybe you trust all your friends but like some of these best best friends are you are you depend fully on these people
2: I know I can count on these people they just it's crazy because these people give they don't take and I give to them and they don't ask and they're always there and I consider them my brothers. And I mean like fully and I mean it's it's uh it's not just the, the fact that you give and in, in the in the in the receiving what they give. It's also like them listening them hearing you them understanding them you know like they've been through they've been there when i was at my lowest they've been there when i was at my highest well right now like i'm at my highest uh they've they've been there when i've struggled and they've seen me you know try to get back up on my feet and you know I'm thankful for for the friends that I have because they brought me a lot of joy. The biggest thing that they've ever given me was the laughs that I shared with them, the moments that, you know, we went out and hung out and, and you know, just kind of explored because I had... I had to get my mind off of a lot of things that were going on and they helped me forget because I was just laughing at the dumb stuff that they would do. (laughs) But uh, true friends are really hard to come by and I have some really close ones. Now, I can't think of the number but I can think of... Let's a bit. I mean, it's not like huge numbers. Probably like... let see. Probably like four or five. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think you, even in your big circle of friends you know it's always good to have those people that you could depend on but yeah i think even just having that smaller inner circle up in the circle i think is important too and to hear five I, it makes sense because like you said the real true best friends because i know you can't open up to not not saying that you have 50 friends but you can't open up the same way to all 50 people or you could it just takes a lot of work so i think that you know, the four or five does make a lot of sense um, uh, to me, at least.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, I it's I don't have a problem opening up with other people, even a stranger. Like, I'll open up to a stranger. And mm-hmm. some people say, well, why would you do that? They can use that against you. But my thing is, is, I'm not afraid of who I am. And I'm not afraid for people to know who I am. And I'm very certain of myself to the point where sometimes a stranger can help you out. Sometimes someone you don't really know can give you some really good advice. And I have learned that throughout the years. And sometimes they'll mock you. They'll make fun of you. They'll judge you. They'll tell you certain things that you not agree with. And you're just like, well... Mm, I mean, oh well. It is what it is. Like it happened. You can't call me dumb because I didn't go through it twice. I went through it once. And they're like, oh well, you you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have you should you should have known. And I'm just like, have you ever messed up? And they're like, No, I ain't never messed up. But some some people some people don't understand. Some people live trapped. Like I said, in their negativity and, you know, closed-mindedness. But doesn't make them wrong for it. it. Just, I don't know. Some people are different. And I mm-hmm. accept different. People do not accept different. But at the end of the day, we are who we are.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like, so I think that's good that you even... Are, are so willing to be open to to almost any, you know, even strangers, I think it's really good that you have that willingness to be open and all of that. So that's, I like that. I think for me, I feel like I'm getting better with this, but I feel like, um, I still have a ways to go. I think I would say I have many, like even all, all, everyone that's been on my podcast, you know, including you, I would consider a friend but like when I think of people that you know maybe I see a lot more often or people that I've built years upon years of friendship with, it is a hard number to think of because you know, you do think of like uh, you start thinking, oh well, this person was here for me at one point and you know this person was here for me and you know, you start thinking about all that. So, you know, I do feel like as far as friends, true friends, I feel like I have many to where it is hard to count. But when I think of like that core inner circle within the circle Mm -hmm. i think of maybe it's definitely less than 10 i would say maybe seven seven or eight people that come to mind and and i feel like even that used to not have been my answer like i feel like back then when i was younger i feel like even when i was older like here in my mid-20s I feel like that, that number was almost non-existent. I almost feel like there was nobody I could count on well, other than Jesus. But, you know, other than Jesus and family, <laughs> I feel like I couldn't count on people outside of my family. So I feel like and I think that's one good thing about me growing up in a big family is that I already have built-in friendships, like with people that I'm related to, of course, and, you know, grew up with. So I thought that, that was, I guess, the, the beauty side of family. Uh, which I know I've talked about uh, in, in the first episode of this year. But, you know, I think like even including people outside of your family that can be considered family, your friends could be your family. I think that's a really good way to think about, you know, that inner circle of people. So I would say, yeah, it makes sense as far as how many people that you truly have within that that smaller circle, within the circle uh, it could be small. And and it's definitely nothing wrong if people start adding more to that small circle. Even if that small circle is no longer a small circle, I think it's okay. I think as long as you are, like you said, being who you are, being true to who you are, and if people love you for who you are, then I see no complaints. The more the merrier.
2: Yeah, for real. I agree. But,
1: yeah, so I think that, I think that overall, I feel like now, I don't know if I'll have to do a part three because I feel like I have all of my, you know, I have some of my <laughs> questions as far as friendships out there. I feel like I've gotten some of the like this, the surface level questions, but I feel like I, this episode, I feel like I dug a little bit deeper into like maybe some of the challenges yeah. and obstacles within a friendship. And I feel like I, I, I chose the right person to do this with. I think that you gave a lot of good advice and you had a lot of good just you gave me different perspectives on how I initially thought of answering like some of these questions and how like listening to your answer you know even if I didn't see it from that perspective at first I was like oh well you know that makes sense so you know like with especially with the question of you know the smaller your circle gets the better it can be or whatever and you know I think that I think even I even could see that, you know, not really mattering at the end of the day. So I think that's what this podcast is all about. It's about learning and about seeing, you know, different people's perspectives and, you know, really uh, taking it all in. So I definitely thought that this was a really good episode. And I appreciate you being on here with me.
2: Thank you. I honestly love being on your podcast. And it was an honor to be here with you, Seth.
1: Yeah, so I definitely always appreciate you being here. So I definitely look forward to hopefully doing some future episodes with you, whether you're from outer space or if you're back on Earth.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I'll probably be on Earth in like a. uh, um, After um, elections. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, that would be a good time. Uh, I want to be back down there in like mid mid summer, so I can go to the beach, and then I'll go back up once winter kicks back in.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I I like that answer. Take me with you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there's no uh, there's no worries up here. You know, no rules. You can you can eat tooth all the toothpaste you want.
1: There you go. You got got all that toothpaste up there.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got bacon-flavored toothpaste.
1: Hmm. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I definitely, you know, we'll definitely have to catch you in space Uh. here uh, within maybe the next episode or so. So, I do have to mention one more thing. I've been noticing this whole time. I better send a public apology to all of y'all because... My lighting is too bright. I look super white on here. I'm not as white as y'all think. I'm white, but I need this white. <laughs> and I just realized how bright this light is. But I feel like before before Miguel got on here, I know for people that are listening, y'all are kind of like, what are you talking about? But if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see I'm a bright, I'm um, like Casper, like right now I feel like. But uh, okay, so I think Miguel's battery died on him, uh, his phone battery so uh, I definitely appreciated him being on here and I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or, or any of the podcast streaming platforms, like I said, sorry, I'm super white. I got all this light on me, but I'm definitely so glad that we had a good episode and I hope that y'all enjoyed and learned something new out of uh, the, the dark side of friendships or, you know, the obstacles that happen in friendship. So I hope that y'all are having a great rest of your day or night, depending on when you are listening or watching this. And I will see y'all on the next episode of Not Your Joel.
0: Talk to y'all later. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Not Your Joel. My podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page where you can reach out to me. On Facebook, just type in Not Your Average Joel, and you should be able to find my Facebook page. You can find me on Instagram at Not Joel Podcast. I also now have a website where you can find all of my resources there, along with learning more about who I am and what my podcast is about. You can go to www.NotYourAverageJoelPodcast.com. I've been in the world of podcasting for five seasons now, and I will never take this opportunity for granted. Thank y'all so much for your support, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Not Your Average Joe. Goodbye.